Well, welcome everyone. This is Ruth Mitchell, editor of The Wholesaler Magazine. I'm here in Chicago and it's the beginning of April and I'm working on our podcast series that we have called Off the Cuff. Today, I'm excited to bring to you Jack McDonald, who's president and CEO of Maco Norca. Maco Norca is a supplier of globally sourced code compliant plumbing, and PVF products for use in residential, commercial, and industrial applications. Matco Norca began in 1952 as a pioneer in sourcing valves. Since then, it has grown to be one of the largest independent sourcing companies that markets Matco Norca branded fittings, pipe nipples, valves, and plumbing specialties to wholesalers serving contractors and municipalities throughout the USA. Headquartered in Brewster, New York, Mr. McDonald also oversees its sister company, SVF Controls, with its focus on valves and actuators. Well, that was a long introduction for a great individual. Jack, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Ruth. Thank you. How are you? Uh, Doing well, doing well. Thank you for joining us. I know you are in Brewster, New York, or right outside of Brewster, New York, and there's a a lot going on there with COVID-19 and a lot to talk about with Matco Norca being headquartered there. So, you know, I just want to kind of jump into it and and talk about the business a little bit. What was business like for you at the beginning of 2020? And you could even say maybe at the end of 2019 and heading into 2020. Well, if, I mean, we had a, we had a decent year in 2019 and we were looking for a, a better year in 2020. And I think we were off to a good start. We just finished up with three buying group meetings that were over in mid-March, along with a big national account that also had a, a one of their own internal shows. And everybody, there was a so much customer optimism. And there were good fundamentals that supported it. Housing was favorable. Unemployment was low. PVF looked like it would be strong with plant expansions and companies investing in, in capital. And you know, the week the week of March sixteenth, pretty much everything everything seemed to change. That weekend oil crashed. Oil, you know, was in January it was close to sixty dollars a barrel and it, it dropped to twenty with an oil oil war between Saudi Arabia and Russia. Uh-huh. And then the COVID-19 cases in our country went, you know, started growing. They were doubling every day. You know, we started the month with well under 10,000 cases and it just seemed to start doubling every day. And then came fear and they got involved. And the following week, we were looking at shutting our operations down. You, I mean, it's crazy, not only with COVID-19, but you as an importer as well in the industry that you're focusing on, you got hit with the double whammy of, you know, oil, the price of oil just tanking. We started the year on a good note and then this happened. What changes did you implement to keep the business up and running, not only for, you know, with the cost of oil, but mostly for COVID-19? Well, in two of our our main locations, that being California and New York, we heard that the the governors of those states were going to implement a work stoppage for only essential work. 
And what that meant was you had to get your office personnel out as quickly as possible. We're deemed, because of the industries we serve, we're deemed an essential business and would be allowed to work, but we couldn't have people in the office. So in a week's time, we had to get our California location at La Palma, California by Los Angeles and our New York headquarters to work remotely. And it was an incredible feat. You know, we didn't have laptops for everyone. The sales guys had them, but the sales guys already worked remotely. I had one because I travel, but all the other people, you know, your your credit people. How do, how do you move your company switchboard from the, the main way into your building to somebody's kitchen table? Right. But they did it. You you call Mac Onorka today and it's answered by Linda on her kitchen table. Mm-hmm. And you call Dale to talk to credit and Dale answers it at her dining room table. You call Eric or Debbie in customer service and they're they're on their couch. It's it was remarkable what we did in such a short time frame, but we pulled it off. And, you know, I'm hearing that, too, from individuals that I'm talking to is a a big shout out to all the IT departments out there for making the scramble and getting everybody up and running to work remote. So I'm I'm happy to hear that, you know, Mac O'Norka is doing well. Yes. Well, we're doing well under the uh, uh, under the circumstances. circumstances. So, Jack, leading into T20, you and I had talked before about how are you servicing your customer? At this point in time, can you can you describe about what changes have been made in servicing the customer as well as, you know, your inventory? How are how are you doing? Are you stocked and ready to go or is COVID-19 prohibiting you from that? Well, Ruth, a a couple things on that. First, a lot of our products are made offshore and a lot of them coming specifically from Asia where this terrible virus originated from. One of the good things, really great things about our company is our ownership has never been afraid of inventory. And typically before the Chinese New Year, we stock up. And as a result, we have a good supply of inventory. Sometimes I say I'd rather be lucky than smart. Because we obviously didn't see this coming, but we're prepared from an inventory standpoint. So we are ready. We do have a good supply of our products and are ready to do business if anybody needs anything. How has it changed in terms of servicing the customer? In terms of servicing the customer, the warehouse, you go into our warehouse, it's very different. And I'll say the first thing, you know, it's it's a warehouse and there's forklifts and there's boxes and there's some dust on a typical day. Today you go in and it smells very clean in the warehouse. It smells like bleach because we're constantly sanitizing the place. Also, what we did with our warehouses and also our manufacturing, we went and did a split shift of our workforce. We have an A team and a B team. And in doing so, if God forbid, one of our workers did come down with the flu, say, on a shift, and we would have to quarantine that shift. The second shift could still run the facility and fulfill customer orders. We also separated the way guys work. We, you know, the aisles are are wide aisles, and you can go up it or down it. Now it flows one way. You don't get next to the guy, even though you can pass him. You don't get next to him. We have protective, personal protective equipment with, in terms of masks, gloves, sanitation, hand sanitizer, 
wipes throughout the facility so we can accommodate a customer order. The other thing we've done, we get a lot of pickups and we have areas now where the customer can come up. They can't enter the building like they used to, but they can come up. They let us know they're there. We get the order, open a door, put it on their truck or bring it out to them all hands-free, of course. One of the nice things they did out in our La Palma, California location that they set up an outdoor area, just a, a cover, like a cover for a tent where the driver can come up. He can sit down. He can get some hand sanitizer if he'd like. He can get a pair of gloves if he would like. We get the order to him, put it on his truck, and he's on his way. How else are you supporting your workforce at this time? Well, we've gotten everybody home, working from home, and we want to maintain our workforce. We're not looking to play people off. We want to keep this thing going and working with them. It's kind of funny. You you go, you have a conference call and you can hear kids in the background. You can hear dogs barking in the background. A lot of distractions, but we're making it work. Try and accommodate the employees best that we can. Under the Under the conditions. Absolutely right. And, you know, being an essential business that we're in, you know, you're right. It is all about, you know, being safe and taking care of the customers and taking care of the employees. I I had heard that the company is involved in some projects such as, you know, helping with these mobile pop-up hospitals during the pandemic. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Well, with our location so close to New York City, And being a New York-based company, there is a tremendous amount of activity that's going on all over over the place, all around us. And when they're building these these hospitals, say for like the Javis Center, they need equipment and they need it now. We had a delivery truck came up to us for a pickup with a state police escort to get the equipment and you know, get it back down as quickly as possible. We worked with one hospital two weekends ago. Our people were on the phone with them on and off throughout the weekend. I ended up actually on the call and we were about to finish at 1030. And we got then the people from SVF, our industrial, our industrial company, our valve company. They were on the phone with them till after midnight. Wow. Just going over what what their product line could do for them and if they could hook up ventilation with our valves and get them to patients that were in need. And this has gone on throughout the last couple of weeks. Our, our people have been on the phone with them constantly as they're and they're still building. They're still building them right now. That's so unbelievable in so many different ways. And the, you know, the the battle cry and the rally of everyone coming together to make that happen is unbelievable. So thank you and Meconorca and SVF and everyone who's out there pitching in and, and doing what needs to be done. I'm I'm gonna ask you one last question here. And it's it's kind of on a personal note. Can you share any tips on how you remain productive in this new work environment? <laughs> well the first week it was kind of fun because I wore sweats every day. And I said, you know, I can't I can't do this. I typically get up in the morning and I I go to the gym. I can't do that anymore. But 
I get up at the same time. I always get up. I may start, if the weather's decent, with a walk just to kind of clear my head and get ready for my day. I write down my agenda, what I want to get accomplished, just like I would at the office. I usually start off with a, a Teams meeting with our, our operations VP and our CFO and a couple other people, go over what they're going to go do during the day, and then schedule my meetings accordingly. And it's funny, you're, you, you get into that routine and you don't realize the way time goes by. You don't have people coming into your living room or dining room, but all of a sudden you're thinking, boy, my stomach's growling. Oh yeah, it's one o'clock in the afternoon and you don't even realize it. If I get any spare time, what I've been trying to do is call someone, call call one of your reps. They'd be so, so pleasantly surprised that you call. Call a good customer that you haven't talked to in a while. Hey, how are you doing? How's your family? You don't even have to ask them how business is because we know it's not very good. But if you get any spare time, it's nice to reach out to those relationships. Absolutely. It's all about the connectability and and staying in touch. This is a perfect way of doing it, you know, via a podcast, as well as like you said, just pick up the phone and call somebody and say, hey, how you doing? Which leads me to end our podcast with what I think is a perfect motto for what's going on right now. And it happens, I I picked it up from your website, from the Mako Norca website, and it was always growing, always changing, always something new. And that's the perfect way to end this podcast with what we're going through right now as hope as well for what's to come down the line. So Jack McDonald, thank you very much for taking the time with us today to talk about you and the company and the employees and the customers. And we'll see you down the road. Ruth, thank you. And I'll just add one, two other things. Happy Easter and happy Passover. Thank you very much, Jack. Same to you. Take care. All right. Bye-bye.